March 20th, 2016. Uh, so we're going to continue here and talking about tefillah, at, uh, at the very least tefillah in the eyes of Harambam. And uh, what we spoke about last week was the, uh, the shevah part of tefillah, the first part of tefillah of the Amidah, in which we're being meshabeh la'kadosh b'chum, in which we're praising him. We talked about that uh, well-known Gemara, Masechet Berachot, which Harambam uh, um, highlighted for us about the danger of praising God, of giving him these attributes, of calling him specific things, and uh, Harambam's uh, doctrine of negative, uh, uh, of neg- his, or his theology of negative attributes, in which he's, he says you can talk about what God is not, but not what he is, because talking about what he is uh, just uh, limits him and leads to a complete confusion and misunderstanding. But what about the Bakasha part of tefillah? What about what we would see as the main part of tefillah, those... What, 13 berachot in the middle in which we are requesting things. Isn't that what tefillah is all about? And in light of what we talked about, uh, what, three weeks ago or so, going back for four or five weeks, about uh, providence, about hashgahat ratit in Harambam's eyes. So how would he understand those bakashot? Because after all, the way nature works, according to Harambam, is just like that. It works with this natural course of events in which he could include himself, he could inter- intervene, and he does at points, but by and large, when the apple falls off the tree, it's not because it was a small miracle. It's because that's the, that's the way that he set things in motion. So then what are we praying for? We're praying for that intervention, that rare intervention. Is that what we're praying for daily, 13 berachot about that? Or is there something else to tefillah beyond that or beside that? And uh, the uh, way I'd like to go about this today is less in the moreh, if not any in the moreh. It's basically sources from Harambam's Mishneh Torah and his Sefer HaMisvot, in which I think he could understand his philosophy of prayer just from those. But keep in mind, we read it last week, we read it the week before, Harambam in Perek Nun Aleph of Helek Gimal of Moreh Nebuchim, when he talks about this when he talks about this he's not just talking about prayer over there. As a matter of fact, he doesn't even mention prayer at all. To quote from Harambam, he starts off that Perek, this well-known Perek, talking about love of God, which is this constant thought of God. And then it says, and love of God segues into avodah, into service. And it says, I'm on page Tafhe here. It says, love, the very least of God, but it goes for, for, that, for that matter to all aspects of life, is based on how much you understand. The more you understand the being, the more you understand the person, the more you can appreciate them, the more you can think about them, the more you can comprehend them. Otaha avodah, under footnote 39 here. And now he's going to quote Amar Chachamim about avodah, about service of God. And now he quotes it. He's quoting Divrei Chachamim, which we generally associate with prayer. And he's, he's associating it to a lot, more, a lot more general, more encompassing service. He says, what is that avodah after ahava? It's constant thought and contemplation of God. And keeping your mind completely and fully zoned in on that to the best of your capability. That's avodah for Harambam. So that's, I mean, that's the segue into talking about tefillah. That's, he's talking about the same ma'amar hachamim, which says, Ezohi avodah zo tefillah. Or And Harambam's approach to it, as he describes it, is it's thinking about God. But wait a second, prayer is more than just thinking about God, isn't it? Prayer has requests in it. 
Prayer has in it words. Well, words, Haram Bam already told us, is not really matarari shona. That's not really the first intent. The first intent of matters in general is to directly contemplate or understand God. It says, and we've been implanted with all sorts of misvot and all sorts of other things, which are uh, not secondary, but they're reality. We live in an unideal world, and as such, we have to deal with unideal situations. Tefillah, he said, is really close to matarari shona. It's very close to direct comp- Direct comprehension of God through tefillah. Tefillah might be a discussion. Tefillah might be a request. That's matarari shona. In what way is it so? And Harambam continued and he said, ideally, and we read this in one or two places, tefillah should have been silent. Should have been silent? How am I making requests from a silent prayer? Well, let's read now from this sheet that you have in front of you, and which I put together. And... Uh, you know, if you came to my class two years ago during the summer when I spoke about tefillah, unfortunately I don't recall what I said in it. But I imagine it was very similar to what I'm going to say today. I did not look at the source sheet. I had the source sheet. I just made sure not to look at it because I was doing this anew and doing this fresh. But it might be identical. I and mean, for all I know, it's identical. But uh, let's, let's take a look at it. So uh, source number one, Harambam in Perik Dalid of Hilchot Tefillah. Now, if you read these words without, uh, you know, sensitivity, they sound standard. If you read them with the proper sensitivity and contrast them to source number three, you'll understand exactly what Harambam is mehadesh over here, and that's basically the key to it all. So Harambam here is talking about intent, talking about kavanah. He said, kavanah talev kesad. He said, how do you properly uh, intent, keep your intent of your, of your heart, of your mind during tefillah? Kol tefillah she'ena bechavanah. In a tefillah, any prayer that doesn't have kavana is not considered prayer. Continues Arambam, Vim hit palel below kavana. Sure enough, if you prayed without kavana, you go back and you pray again. Now, we don't follow this. The Ramah in Siman Kuf, Tzaditet, something like that. Either Around there, Tzadichet, Tzaditet, or, or uh, Siman Kuf. Ramah writes that we don't go back today because when you go back and pray again, it's Karov Levadai that you're not going to have Kavana again. In other words, ideally, you should be praying again. You prayed without Kavana, you should pray again with Kavana. That's the whole point, says Arambam. But uh, we assume that if you go back and do it again, you're still not going to have Kavana. And as such, Lahalacha, we don't go this way. Hacham Vadya Yosef is, I think, Posek Lahalacha. If you think that in general you have Kavana, and this was the anomaly, this was your one time without Kavana, so you could do it, but do it Bitfilat Nidava. You're not really doing this as your, as your Ikar Tefillah. You're doing it because you might have that Kavana. We, we, we don't assume people have proper Kavana well, today. Assuming we, I know we don't go this way. And you do it again, so... That's what the Ramah is saying. The Ramah is saying, don't do it because it would be bracha al But the brachot you said originally without kavanah, are they considered bracha al also? Since you, thought you have no kavanah, so is it really... Um, uh, I imagine Harambam would certainly tell you yes. Uh, what's that? I hold the sinut akanai that you, today you pray even without kavanah. Could be. Could be. But what would Rambam even define as bracha al It doesn't even necessarily drive this whole concept of what bracha is in the first place. I would deal with it separately, but Harambam has Barachal Vatala being a mitzvah, a bitul mitzvah, lo ta'asem in the Torah, lo tisad, shem anunay lo echalashah. He's very strange. So the first time, have you done that? Have you done Barachal Vatala the first time when you had no kavanah? So that's your question. So Ezra's suggesting, maybe not, maybe now we have a new takanav tefillah even without kavanah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. It says, Matzad da'ato mishubeshet. Let's say you see that you can't intent, you have no intent. Ve'libot tarud asulo li'tbalel ad she'titiyashev da'ato. It says, you're forbidden, you should not pray until you have proper kavanah. This is Harambam 
writing as a real elitist. I mean, writing as if he's assuming that you're going to have the proper intent. You might argue, and you'd have to prove it, that his level for intent is maybe lower than you'd assume it is. Hard to prove that. I mean, he's going to tell you what he I thinks you should be thinking. It's Talmud, but he's copying it. The point is, he's not willing to give any evolution to this. He keeps this. Whereas Ramah, whereas 300 years later, we're able to, uh, 350, 400 years later, we're able to dilute this a little bit. Harambam presents it exactly as it says I, I, in Talmud. I, I like Harambam a lot. Uh, Harambam wants to preserve the essence of the Tefillah. Yeah. And, and he's going to move from that eventually. He's just saying, this is the foundation of the Tefillah. The other poskim are just telling you what's the do the ma'aseh. Eventually, at some point, so you this do start from the beginning. So this book wasn't written as This is what you should achieve. At the end of the day, you're going to say tefillah no matter what. By his time, already... Mehila, v'imitpaleh b'lo kavana, hozeru mitpaleh b'kavana, it doesn't mean? That's the ideal he's telling you. That's the ideal. Read through the perik. He never tells you the unideal. This is all he tells you. I, I listen. I, ideal or nothing. Well, that's what I'm <laughs> suggesting over here. I like I like your approach. It's just not how I'm bound. Kesadi akavana. We could continue. Kesadi akavana. What is kavana? Sheyifne libo mikolam hashavot. You have to take all other thoughts off of your mind. And you should view yourself as if you're standing in front of the presence of Therefore, you should sit down, you should gather your thoughts before you pray in order to get the proper intent. And afterwards, you'll be able to properly intend or have the proper intent. Yes? Is the Rambam's intent here um, to say that Tefillah is only for a few people? Because, I mean, he definitely understands that the, the, the most of the people cannot have this kind of kapana. So he's, he's, he's suggesting that the tefillah is only like it for the few elite or... Or he expects or, everyone to rise to this level. I, 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 don't have a, I don't have a good answer to, for you on this. Uh, he's, and he's, and, and like, like, uh, like your father-in-law said, he, he's quoting Divrei HaChamim. This is Divrei HaChamim. Were they, did, did they think everyone could get to this? I mean, there's something uh, wrong here. Either he's uh, suggesting it's just for the lead, or... Yeah. Like Listen, I, like I, we, we won't address really this this week. Like Possibly we'll address it next week, but there is the following notion that some suggest and needs to be fleshed out, needs to be tested fully, and the suggestion is that, I think, is that these halachot are halachot in which he's... Uh, I'm not sure, I mean, maybe not these halachot, but Harambam would submit to the fact that tefillah, in its initial sense was this, was Kavana being at, at the center of it, etc. Over time, he submitted to the fact that there's a communal prayer, That's what which, would, which would take the place of Korbanot, for example. In other words, this is almost like the Avot, Tefillah, and then later he has in place, he has something called more of Avodah. Hard to argue, needs to be proved. Maybe we'll do it next week. You can prove but it from one point. <coughs> when, when it came the he problem, certainly doesn't say it explicitly. That's it implies yeah. it strongly when you say, had the problem with the Hazara, so he didn't say, problem is not with the Hazara, the problem with the whole prayer. He didn't mean the whole prayer, he just the Hazara. Interesting point, interesting point, but he's hiding it. <coughs> if yeah, if you're not, right, he's really hiding it. Interesting so point. Are talking about Shema, is he talking about the Amidah? Amidah, Amidah, Amidah. 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 So Amidah. All Amidah. Yeah, Kiryat yeah, Shema Yasef. No, no, whole concept, and you're talking about Kavana, but Kavana intent has to do with them. I mean, at least the way I think the word has to do with the, with the process, you know, your thinking, contemplating, learning, like, that's all, that like, dynamic process, and every dynamic process is a start, mm-hmm. and then it continues. Mm-hmm. So, you could also, I mean, to give a little more 
not dilution, but a little more breadth to this definition. You know, it's sort of, it, I don't think it necessarily implies it has to be like an elitist type thing because even the elite started by doing the right thing, maybe not doing it completely, but you, you could do the right thing and I, I, have the right intent and then ni- do it better It's a tomorrow. nice approach, but listen you know what to what, I mean? what he writes. Nearly bought right after a line in which he says prayer without kavanah is not prayer, he right. tells you what it is. It also, he's, he's not submitting to a process. He wants you doing the process before him by sitting down. Okay, it goes back to what he said, that it's an ideal. Nobody jumps into Kavanaugh. I got gotcha. you. What I'm telling you is it's a very difficult argument. It's a very difficult, difficult I argument. 100%. Here. This is an ideal that's very it's, difficult it's, to It's achieve. a nice concept. It's a right. difficult argument in Arambam to say that he didn't think this was practical and he's writing this in his Mishneh Torah. Anyway, source number two here, Sefer Kiryat Sefer. Uh, Kiryat... He thinks one guy can do it. If I ask for one person, I'm happy to ask for the one person. If you can get one person to do it. So he... he it's not he's saying it cannot be done. It can be done. Very difficult. Very few. You can even call them a group. And, uh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a very you know it's 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 so much a hard argument. It's, my conception, certainly in Harambam and outside of Harambam, is that every mitzvah in the Torah has to have something in it that uh, that that speaks to everyone. It's everyone. It's attainable for the average Joe. That's that has to, to be a chacham. It's very hard to be a chacham. You have to study Torah. Sure. It's open to everybody, and not right. everybody can do it. So, for example, when the Gemara says in Masechet Nidarim that uh, in order to be Mekayim Isfat Tamut Torah, it's enough by saying Kiryat Shema in the morning and at night. What I find in that Gemara, and the Rambam quotes that Gemara, is that the Gemara is talking and saying, uh, how, can, how do we address this mitzvah? It can't be taken literally, because we can't expect this from everyone, says the Gemara. It has to be something that we could find that everyone can do. Uh, you could find this uh, in Sefer or Sameach. He, he makes a point to this in several other places as well. You can't do 613. So you're relying on the one person. The that point can is, the ones that the are one relevant to the do. people who can do. Of course, you have to assume. Component to everything, but it's not realistic. So if one person can do this, another person can so do it's, that. So it's not my concept. Of, it's certainly not my concept of misvot. You're right when it comes to kohanim who can only do certain things. When it comes to the misvot that kol yisrael mitzuvim bayim, my conception certainly is that everyone is equal equal grounds on this. Some might have an easier way of getting to it, but. Every, what about every other mitzvah besides tefillah? That's, what about that's, that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I don't know. I, I, no, no. I, I, I don't want to really. The my, is not I, I don't want my point to win the the, the, the day at the end because the really I think Harambam is general like the rabbi is saying. It's not going to. And Harambam it, it, it's okay. Well, most of the hakamim want to save Judaism in galut. The tefillah you have today is more to save Judaism in galut than to really get you into tefillah papa. Okay. Is there a concept of time by the way here in terms of how long? Because this is not obviously not exactly the same as like what we do, like the one, two, three a day. Like, you know, is it like if you couldn't if you couldn't get your thoughts clear for a split second, then at least you've done something right? Or do you have to, you know, is it, or is it not really specified at all? I know it's not making that clear to us. It's, well, we're, we're working toward what tefillah is for. Source number two, Sefer Kiyat Sefer. That's Rabbi Moshe Mitrani. He's the author also of Bet Elohim, or Bet Elohim, his book. He's an Italian rabbi who lived, uh, I don't know, 500 or so years ago. So his book, Kiryat Sefer, which is actually an important book, underrated book, it's on Harambam. 
And what he does is he kind of summarizes the halachot of Harambam, but he makes them very succinct. So he takes out the stuff that he thinks are not the main idea, and he gives sources for things that he finds are lacking in sources. And he has small discussions. <coughs> it's just two books, but it's you know it's a, it's a treasure trove of stuff if you read it carefully. So in Sefer Kiryat Sefer, so when he's summarizing this halacha of Harambam, listen to how he writes it. Kavanat alev kesad. He says, how do you have the proper intent of prayer? So those were the words of Harambam. Now he continues. He gives a source for this. His source for it is the source of the Hachamim for Tefillah. Was the Hachamim search. beginning They say, where's the source for Tefillah? Say the Hachamim. Says, says Kiryat Sefer, well, Lev means intent. By definition means Kavana, prayer, he's saying in Harambam, is synonymous with Kavana. So if you don't have that Kavana, his suggestion is, as Harambam said, but he's making it even stronger, it's not prayer. Harambam's statement was, prayer without Kavana is not prayer. So you might look at that and say, ah, maybe yes, maybe no. Says Rabbi Moshe Mitrani, he says, no, you got to take this very seriously. Because look at the source. The source is Avo Balev. The whole thing is about the live. The whole thing is about the hakavana Now, interestingly enough, if you look in his book, in Moshe Mitrani's book, Bet Elokim or Bet Elohim, if you look in that book, in his Hilchot Tefillah, in his area where he talks about Tefillah, it's, it's more of a, a pietistic, Musar type of book, but in three plus of his chapters over there, he makes these sorts of points, but he, he segues into other issues. And the issue that he segues into is something that Harambam, to the best of my knowledge, in Hilchot Tefillah nowhere talks about. And he says, by so doing, your prayer will be accepted. No such words in Harambam. Harambam says, what is Tefillah? You want to define prayer? Kavana. What happens if you have Kavana? What do you mean, what happens? That's what prayer is. This is a mandate from the Torah. You need to have Avodat Tashem. What happens if I... What, what do you mean, what happens? This is what you do. So, for example, look at source number three in Tur. Tur, of course, would be Yaakov, the son of the Rosh. He writes, Machshavato Kesad. And he sees things very similar to Harambam until his last statement. The boy is quoting from Divrei Chachamim. That's what the Tur does. Unlike Harambam, who doesn't really quote you the primary sources, Tur does. You should think as if, if you were talking to a, 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 a flesh and blood king, how would you? You would make sure to come in prepared and what you're going to say certainly when you speak to Borei Olam you have to actually come in with the proper your thoughts might be articulated to the king but to Borei Olam your thoughts are your articulation Borei Olam is able to see all your thoughts concludes you promise that there's acceptance of your prayer. Says Maran and Bet Yosef here, Hem The Tur just added that in. You don't find those statements in Divrei Hachamim. You certainly don't find those statements in Harambam. The Tur's innovation, and it's not only him. I mean, this was, this was after Harambam. Two, not, 200 plus years after Harambam. Like a, Am I Monadian? Yeah. No. Because like I don't think Rambam would even maybe based on my understanding so far I don't think the concept of acceptance even that's the point I'm making that's exactly what I'm saying Rambam has no mention of acceptance 
It, it, no, it's understood. Not even if there's no understood. But Eddie, exactly that. Because tefillah means nothing to do in Harambam's eyes of looking for acceptance. That's not what tefillah is about. Tefillah is about proper kavanah. Tefillah is about connected, connection. That's 100% for so connecting. There's no question. Rabbi, if you're connected, doesn't mean it's accepted? <coughs> What's acceptance? <coughs> if you're connecting with the body of Allah, I mean... I, what, what are we looking for acceptance in? Your tefillah. Tefillah has nothing to do with looking for acceptance. Tefillah is kavanah. He said you don't even need words. No, but with the kavanah, you're going to automatically have acceptance. Acceptance of what? Acceptance is a big word. Really, you want to say a response. A response to your tefillah or not? Yeah. That's it. Is your, well, is this it, is according to the Torah, saying you're going to get a response. Harambam doesn't deal with it because he holds, you have to do it me'ahaba, not me'ahaba. Me'ahaba, you don't need to. You do it because you have to do it, not because you don't want to do it. Much more than that. Much more than that. The point is, it has nothing to do with response or acceptance. No, 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 but you're dulling it by saying he's just telling you what what you're supposed to do. It's not just what you're supposed to do. It has nothing to do with acceptance or response. It's not that the acceptance and response will come. No, that's nothing to do with prayer. Probably, but the acceptance and the, and the and response are two different words. Kabbalah might just mean that Kaush uh, at that point is connected with you. Like it did, uh, he received it. That connection but without he, he received it. it doesn't mean that uh, he's going uh, to respond and uh, give you whatever you ask. Again, but the statement but over that, there is... That's yeah. the whole idea. My idea, idea is, to, is, is connection. So once you have the proper kavanah, you can say, okay, now at that point there is the connection. But it's, it's, connect- it's connection, it's, it's, it's a connection Probably to understanding. It, like the it doesn't necessarily imply a direct communication, or it just implies a conversation. It's more like a more of a. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a non-Maimonidean approach. Yeah, I see. Yeah, but so if you look in source number, four, example, here, in source number four, for example, here in source number four, it's where Harambam, and this is this is my mashal for the matter. It's where Harambam looks at mezuzah and he looks at the misconception of people. It's the same thing. He's doing it. He's just not blatantly doing it by tefillah. He's doing this exact same thing. So in ilchot tefillah, in ilchot mezuzah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's first what Rambam says. You know, if you don't have kavanah over again it's not there's not like i don't think there's like a kabbalah checkbox you know it's it's, it's a graded you know it's, you might it's just it's dynamic thing you know you could have okay. it in one sentence and okay sentence. but if you didn't have it if you yeah. didn't have it, however, I, I agree with you. You have to figure out how to define this kavanah and how to define what he means fully. But at the end of the day, he is telling you, if you didn't have it, wherever you're supposed to have it and however you're supposed to have it, you got to repeat it. <coughs> More than the practical side of things, for me, the philosophical side of things, the ta'am hamisvah side of things, for me, what I see in that is, he's saying tefillah is about the kavanah. Right, that's, that's the ultimate. That's it. That's, I don't say, you're... And I, I included the practical side because I didn't want anyone walking out and saying I have to repeat to Amidah six times. Not our issue right now. But the point here is more than anything is Kavanah is what stands as Tefillah. In source number four, Yohan Bam, when he's talking about the, the Mezuzah, he says, The Minhag is that you write on the outside of the, of the Mezuzah, the, the name of Borei Olam. He says that's the Minhag. And it's okay because you're not writing it in the text. You're writing it on the outside of the text. You ever saw, see the, it's rolled up and you write that on the outside. But those who write inside of it, 
He says, but there are people who inside of the text, on the text, or in between the lines of the text, they write the names of angels, and they write the names of, uh, of Shemot Kodesh, and they write different things inside of the Mizuzah. Now, lest you think he's talking about some far-off, strange group that, you know, never existed, and he's just talking about some strange next-door neighbor or something like that. In the works of Rashi, the works attributed to Rashi, Rashi writes about which Shemot Malachim to write. I mean, this was a widespread minhag, which was not amongst the Amehares. I mean, this is what the Hachamim were doing at that time. But this is one of those examples that Mark Shapiro, in the back of his book on the limits of Orthodox theology, he points to, and he, his, his whole question in this book is, were the Ikarim of Harambam, were the 13 Ikarim accepted? And that's, that's his big question, and, his, and his, his basic answer is they were never fully accepted by Am Yisrael. That notwithstanding, in the back of the book, he gives a few examples in which he says, these were fully accepted. He won on all of these. And so this is one of his examples. He says, you'll never find the mezuzah, which there once was a widespread minhag to write those shemot that has any of those shemot in the text. Why not? He sees this as a victory for Harambam. That's neither here nor there, but continues Harambam and says, and those who write these things, hen bichlal mi she'en la'en chilek la'olam habba. Amazing, right? He calls them tipshim. I don't know if he has this in his list, but uh, Rabbi Kappa uh, had, had this article he wrote in Tehumin, in, I think, Chelek Chet, which he deals with Mishnah Harambam in general, just the approach of Harambam and the, uh, the new interesting ideas that he introduced and the way the different approaches he had to matter. So he talks about how he, how he dealt with science in light of the Torah, how he dealt with uh, all sorts of different issues. Um, it's, it's a good read for everyone. One, one of the best lines in it is where he found in this book that, um, that Harambam, when he talks about Shedim, he doesn't talk about Shedim. He doesn't talk about demons. And so he's dealing with this. So he, he quotes that the Rebbe from Kotsk said that the reason that, the re, uh, that, that Harambam willed away Shedim, he did away with any mention of Shedim, and because of him, Borei Olam looked at him and said, oh, you know, maybe we should get rid of Shedim. You know, this doesn't work into the thought system of Harambam. It's, it's, it's an ironic line, it's a funny line, but his, you know, that, 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 uh, that's something that stands out. Something else he writes about in there, if I remember correctly, is he talks about how Harambam was either Mahadesh or he had this approach in which the people who were wrong, he was, he was very happy and very willing to completely shamble them, which may have not necessarily been a widespread approach to the matter, but he's willing to call people tipshim, he's willing to call them sikhlim, he's willing to put down anyone who's got it wrong. So here's an example. He says, And again, keep in mind, you know, He's almost talking about Rashi, right? Because Rashi talked about Not only did they mess up the, the mezuzah, they took a mitzvah, which is very precious and important, like mezuzah. They took something which is supposed to stand for the, the unity of God, for the oneness of God, for the love of God, etc., etc., and they took it and turned it to be something that fulfills their own manly, hedonistic desires. I think it should say, as if that's and Havle Aulam, this is one of the three or four places Harambam uses those words, the stupidness of the world. Oh, so what he's, what he's basically submitting to over here is the same thing he's doing in tefillah, just he's doing it silently in my mind. He's saying, you're taking tefillah, you're taking mezuzah, something which is supposed to represent connection in one way or another, something which is supposed to be about thought process, and you've completely perverted it. You turned it into something in which you request. 
which you look at yourself. Instead of looking at what's more important than what's, what it's designated to do, you turned it into something to fulfill your own stuff. I mean, he's, he's basically, I mean, it's hundreds of years later, but he's speaking to the people like Tur, who say, Kavana equals Tefillah equals Kabbalah. Whereas Harambam says, no, 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 Kavana equals Tefillah, or Tefillah equals Kavana. So, so much so is Harambam Shita important in this respect that we get to source number five, and you'll need for source number five this as well. You know, the Hasagot of Ramban Nahmani. So Harambam, of course, as we mentioned a week ago, and two weeks ago, Harambam is this pioneer. I, I think Isidore Tversky points to Rabbeinu Sa'ad Yagaon, maybe, and some of the Geonim who maybe preceded him in this. But he, in, in terms of, you know, long-standing opinions, he's one of the first who, who, who suggests that tefillah is a misfam in HaTorah. Misfam in HaTorah, tefillah. The general conception, the general approach to this matter is it's only midrabanan. The Gemara almost explicitly says it in several places that tefillah is only midrabanan. There's no, it's never explicitly stated in the Torah. And the eyes of the Hachamim, it seems clear, and Harambam will have to overcome several explicit Gemarot in which it says tefillah is only midrabanan. Well, right, Harambam and Sefer Mitzvot here, the fifth mitzvah, and I want. What's that? Korban is from Torah. I know this, okay, so just read about it. Replaced. I understand, that's why yeah. I said. So the Rabbanim made the Tefillah as a replacement. That would be the Rabbanan. Right? Haram Bam has this yeah, in the yeah, Torah. Yeah, right, Haram. Yeah. You find that Yaakov went to pray. Doesn't mean that was a mitzvah. Well, even, even, uh, it's okay. But if Gamma Makom will accept it as Tefillah, it's fine <laughs> with me. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean it's a mitzvah to me. And he also didn't <coughs> pass a copy there. It's not a mitzvah to emulate them. I mean, it's not, has to be command. It needs to be command. So much so, as a matter of fact, that Harambam and his well-known, this is just <coughs> parenthetical, we don't need this for this, but it should be mentioned anyway. Harambam and his well-known Perusha Mishnayot to Masechet Hulin writes that all the mitzvot which the Avot did, or were even commanded to do, not only they did, this one you're referring to, if he did it, Harambam does have them doing some of these things. Anyway, as he says, we don't follow them because of that. If we weren't recommanded any of those misvot, Mila, you know, Puruvu, and uh, I don't know, Kidanashe, etc., we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing it today. So we're so disconnected from that. And the only thing you have left is really a more masorit, <coughs> the fact that you said the Nashim Hayabut Bisfillah because it's the Oraita. One tefillah. So that's really the only thing you have left. There's well, a masorit that that's what Sultan wants. Which mitzvah were we commanded? What? Like, give me an example. It was after, yeah. Yeah. and they did it from before. Yeah. That's what but what about the, all of the, like, all the Talmud that says it's not? So, why, so what does that mean? So then? what is will that, Ramban do? Yeah, that, that's that's why we have this oh, sheet. Ramban will tell us what he does with that. I mean, we won't read all of it. We'll read the relevant parts. But the short answer is, he says it's asmachta. We ha- many derashot, derashot in which the hachamim make a derasha and trying to get you to do something that they believe in. I mean, think about the words. Although, you know, give him service or I don't know, uh, uh, worship him. That doesn't necessarily mean prayer. Says Ramban in Sefer Hamitzvot, Mitzvah he, veHamitzvah Hamishi, Tishisivanu leAbdo Yitala. Okay, pretty broad. You have to be. You have to worship him. It was. Uh, it was repeated several times. Four times at least in the Torah that this avodah to Hakadosh Baruch Hu is commanded to us. It should say not He says, wait a second. This is pretty general. And I already told you in my Shorashim before Rambam writes his Sefer Hamitzvot. He writes the rule book for Sefer Hamitzvot. And in the rule book, he says, if it's a general mitzvah, kind of like this one, we don't count that as a mitzvah. 
It was too general. It's too all-encompassing. You know, in other words, if I tell you, worship God, that's not something specific. That's the entire mitzvah. That's 613 mitzvot. You know, in other words, so he says, even though this is so general, I'm still going to count it. Why am I going to? There is something specific to it. That's the command, that's the man, mandate to pray. And now he quotes the Sifri we've been talking about. Sifri. Ul obdo or sifre, ul obdo zotevila. That's prayer. Ve'amar gamken. Okay, if we stopped right there, everything would be understood. Difficult, difficult argument, as we just talked about earlier. The derasha who said it's minat Torah. Difficult, but internally, does Harambam work? He works internally. Now, take a step back before we read his next words and just understand. It's amazing. I've never seen anyone really address this matter, but. Needs to be addressed. Sefer Hamisvot, a book about commandments, means I'm writing a book and I'm telling you about commandments. So now you open my book. Harambam basically says this explicitly, and you're going to read in each commandment exactly what this commandment is according to the Torah. So I get the mitzvah he, it's going to be tefillah. Anything that has to do with mitzvah tefillah min Torah will be found over there. Right? In other words, so you want to get parenthetical, save it for your philosophy book. You want to talk about side points, talk about it in your law book. You want to talk. Not in Zefa Miswot. Zefa Miswot should be pretty to the point. He continues this. It's also stated that doesn't only mean tefillah, it means Talmud. What are you doing now? Why, why are you doing that in the middle of tefillah? Now he's quoting from Pirkeder Bilyazer. That's that's fine. There's another derasha for tefillah from Avodah. That's great. So we had some strange thing already. And that was, he mentions in the middle here, Talmud. Talmud over... Okay, I'm not going to get into it. You have to know something well before you okay. come about All right. All right. No, just, <laughs> Tal- Talmud uh, would be... Uh, Talmud over here, there's, there's plenty to be said about it. Plenty of articles learning to read. The, the classical interpretation is it, mean, it refers to learning Torah. What he actually means with this is he, he's talking about science and me- metaphysics. You have to understand what um, it is you have a Kavanah. Yeah, okay, okay. Maybe. Harambam, this is all Harambam. We're reading oh, from Maimonides. Just, yeah, just yeah. put the Talmud, because you mentioned we have the, yeah, the Torah and the editing. I don't know. I, 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 I just want to accept the word as some intellectual pursuit. I, no, no, we could talk, I'll, I'll send you information and we could talk about it on another, another occasion. We'll get too lost in this. Not, you know, in what Talmud the, the, actually means and how it's been interpreted over the course of many years. Yeah. Any way you want. You have Korbanot and Ketorah that we say which is basically learning. Okay, for whatever, for whatever reason, it's part of our tefillah, yeah. He can find this statement very strongly from the story of Ben Azai. Nobody objected to the whole context of it. Well, I think it was Ben Azai that learned Torah and didn't yes. pray. Ben, uh, ben Azai, yeah. Yeah, so the Hakimi never criticized it. Ben Azai, Ben Zoma. Ben Zoma, ben Zoma okay. I think, yeah, whatever. Ben yeah. So it, it wasn't criticized in the Talmud when it was brought up. Right. So therefore, that's a big defense, Haram Bam. He looks for the small things to advance his... Uh... Uh, okay. I don't know if that's what he's referring to with that. You know, because he's it's commanding you to do tefillah. Keep it, uh, you're right, but I don't think he means over here to exclusion of tefillah like Ben Zoma. I think he means over here... No, so that allows him to say that Talmud Torah is Abu Dhabi. 
why is he telling me that? In his, uh, it's just because of, and he writes in Hilchot Yishut that lo kol adam raui lekach, no, so that he didn't get married, and he says there was only him, and most people don't do it. So why is he doing that in Sefer Mitzvot? That's not what we're supposed to be teaching the people. I mean, he himself says don't teach the people that. So the Amru, avdehu betorato, avdehu b'mikdasho. Now he quotes another derasha. The derasha is avodah encapsulates two things. Number one, Torah. Number two, Mikdash. Now, he probably wants Mikdash to represent Tefillah over here. I'm okay with that. What's going on over here? We're, we're, we're mixing between Talmud Torah and Tefillah. And now he'll explain what it means, Mikdash. This is what I mentioned several weeks ago on Sunday morning in the, in the Halacha Yomit. It's according to Harambam, Focusing yourself toward Yerushalayim is part of the mitzvah ta'asim in the Torah. So thinking about where I'm in that direction, it's part. It's in Sefer Mitzvot. But it just is odd, and it never has, has ceased to bother me, why Harambam, when he's talking about tefillah, gets so stuck on Torah. It's very nice to talk about Torah, but why are you talking about it now? You're derashah over here and telling me that this is not a broad mitzvah, is that it's specifically talking about tefillah. This is mitzvah ta'asim, hey, tefillah. Why are you talking about Talmud Torah? Unless, unless, unless Torah, unless Tefillah must be understood a little more broadly. Unless Tefillah is Harambam and Perik Nun He, as we began with, states quite clearly, doesn't even mention the word Tefillah in Tmorei Nebuchim. He talks about pondering, about thinking about Muskal Rishon, Barakadosh Baruch Hu. If Talmud, if Torah, if Talmud, which, which refers not only to Torah, but it refers to things that are going to intellectually bring you closer to understanding God, is exactly that, pondering Muskal Rishon, that's one and the same as Tefillah. And it's for that, it's the exact... Completely. That's, that's, that's what your point is. That's what it's I'm getting to. It's not Bakashot. So where does Bakashot fit in? We're getting there. But you'll get someone like Ramban Nachmani. So if you take this sheet for just a se- few seconds, we're not going to be able to read the whole thing, but we'll, we'll, we'll read some, some lines of it. Is Ramban Nachmani who will have nothing of this. He can't understand tefillah like that. Tefillah doesn't mean bakasha. Of course tefillah is about bakasha. So it, this is from Sefer HaMisvot. I just blew it up. I scanned it and blew it up. So here he, you know, he starts by saying, Ramban is on the right and left side. He has his hasagot. And Ramban, you know, he, he couldn't let Ramban get away with his Sefer he had to defend what he understood to be Masoret of Bahag, of, of the Geonim's uh, approach to counting the Misot, and he'll, he'll defend them on so many things. So on the right-hand side here... How much he, later was Ramban after? Ramban? Two generations or so. Uh, you know, 50 years. Yeah, 70 years, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so in the right-hand column here, so he says, Katav Harav, and he cites the whole thing. So now if you see uh, into the narrow lines, about six lines down, he says, Ve'en haskama bizeh. He says, not everyone agrees to this, or nobody agrees to this. And now he's going to cite you three Gemarot, in which the Gemara seemingly explicitly says, that is Anyone who's been coming to the daily uh, Gemara, remembers on Dav Chaf Alef, the Gemara was talking about once upon a time there was this Takana that if you were Balkeri, if you were a person who, who had, who had, who had uh, spilled seed and were, hadn't gone to the Mikveh, hadn't purified yourself, you couldn't, according to the Takana of Ezra, you couldn't say Kiryat Shema, couldn't say Bekat Amazon, you couldn't learn Torah. What could you do and what must you do? Pray. So the Gemara says, what's the difference between the two? Why, why, why can you pray? Again, the Gemara says, ultimately, this Takana would, 
was done away with for all sorts of reasons, but basically, the basic but one being it wasn't, thing, wasn't right? capable of... So the Gemara says explicitly the reason for this. The Gemara says because Tefillah is the Rabbanan. I mean, you know, can't, can't get much clearer than that. And he cites two more Gemarot. And uh, if you keep, go down a little bit more, um, so he says, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's arguing and arguing and arguing. If you go now to eight lines from the bottom of the page, so in the middle one, there's a space. It says, Elavadai. So he has all sorts of issues with Harambam. He says, how could it be that there's no specific time? It's like, He says, you can't tell me that tefillah is a command. God can't command you. Why not? He says, tefillah is God's mercifulness that he listens to us when we pray to him. In other words, he can't, this is where he gets almost philosophical without realizing he's getting philosophical. I, I, he did realize, without people realizing he's getting philosophical. He says, if you understand tefillah properly, Mr. Maimonides, well, you'll know that tefillah is about God listening to us. That's got to be spontaneous. He can't command you to pray to him in order to listen to you. So it's got to be, says Ramban, that this is spontaneous and this is optional. The hachamim turned it into a hova. Kadosh Baruch Hu never had it as hova. But this is where he tells you the difference between him and Harambam. For Harambam, yes, because that's a life approach to the matter, and that's that has to do with how you get to it. It's, that's from all sorts of that. The, the love is the the command for love. Love is really the you know what you need to do to get up to that. It's not the uh, what's that? Lotahmod, a very important question: What the issue of Lotahmod is? So Mahlok Adrishonim, according to many, according to most, you have to do an action in order to be all there. We will deal with it at, at another point. And so then he continues, says, He says, that mitzvah in the Torah, you want to know what it really means? That you should do things with the intent of doing it for God. You should be doing things for the proper intent. You shouldn't do things just happenstance, or maybe I should do it because something good will come. What's the manifestation of love of God? Being able to put ourselves into dangerous situations with our money and with our life in order to show our um, adherence to Him and our subservience to Him. What about that derasha? That's just asmachta. Asmachta again means it's the Rabbanan. It's the Chachamim looking in the Torah and finding a way for you to remember it. And he continues. He says, Olomar, listen to these words. Shemiklal ha'avoda shenilmod Torah v'shenitpalel elav ve'et ha'sarot v'tihiena enenu v'libbenu elav levado k'yenea v'adim el yad adonahim. Or... The command is specifically when you're in times of sorrow, there's a mitzvah, says Ramban. This one I'll grant you, says Ramban, to pray to Akadosh Baruch. He says, I'll tell you, I, I have two options here, says Ramban. And they might both be true. Number one, Ul Obdo. What is it? It's either an asmachta. It's not a general command to pray. God can't command you to pray. 
It's about you turning to him and asking him. He can't command you to do that. So what does it mean when the Chachamim says, He likens it to this mitzvah in the Torah that when you're in times of sorrow, turn to God. What, how's that? I mean, and, you know, the, there's important uh, things if you continue reading it, but um, he goes back and he stresses this point that, that he said earlier, but uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, this line is the most important line in it. So how will Haram Bam respond to him? Twofold. Number one, we know already tefillah has nothing to do with acceptance. So yes, he could command. He could command, try to connect to me. He could command, think about me. He could command, try to understand me better. It has nothing to do with acceptance. It has nothing to do with chesed Nothing to do with that other side, with that reciprocal side. It has to do with understanding me. What about the etzara? What about in times of... How does he explain the repetition then? What do you mean? Zara? Obama is saying... It's not, if it's not kavanah, you have to repeat. So how do you explain the repetition? Because the whole point is kavanah. Harambam or Rambanah? Harambam, he says the whole thing is kavanah. So it's all about kavanah. If you didn't have kavanah, there's a mitzvah in Torah to connect. You didn't connect, you got to do it again. That's all it's about. You take the opposite approach, it's harder to understand it more than Harambam. If the opposite approach is, well, this is all for me, you know, like the tipshim and mezuzah. Well, if it's all for me, so who said you need to repeat? This was for you. Well, that, that would be the alternate approach. So what about Aitzara? Uh, so the truth is in source 6 and 7, we won't necessarily read them inside. Harambam does have a misvat asim in HaTorah during times of sarah to pray. That means if there's a, let's call it, almost objective time for Kedal Yisrael when we're in danger or when something's bad, there is a mitzvah to pray. And from those pesukim parashat beha'alot that. That, that, that Ramban Nachmani cited. Wait a second, how do we explain those? Well, Harambam at the beginning of Hilchot, in Perekev, Hilchot Aniyot basically explains them, and that the prayer over there has to do more with introspection, more with uh, Teshuvah than with prayer, you know, do because I asked. It has to do with internalizing and changing yourself. Well, even with Yaakov prayed, if you, God, if you're with me and you send me from yeah, the Yeah, so I'm explaining to you exactly yeah. what that was. I mean, that's, right. that has to do with self-chain. Well, that's what those, was, uh, the, the point. or God helping him to get through it? Well, uh, again, uh, I know, but I'm telling you, in Hilchot Ha'aniyot, it's Havel, it's in the office, but really, look at Perekei, Halakha Aleph and Beit, what Harambam says is that during times of sorrow, you pray in order for us to look inward and see how we were doing things wrong. In other words, the prayer is a mechanism toward self-introspection and change. It's not toward pressing the button and getting the return. That's not what it is. Prayer is never that for Harambam. But that's a specific etzara. Harambam in general prayer has nothing to do with that. Right, but but the problem is that uh, you see have the bakashot in, in the middle of the midah. I mean. So, we now get to the final juncture here, the final point. What are we going to do with bakashot? 13 berachot of the 19 are... Uh, 13 to, uh, of the berachot of the 19 are bakashot. So what's that all about? Okay, well, let, me, let me give you my take on it. And then you, you know, as is, source number 8, Perek Aleph of Ilchot Tefillah, Halakha Aleph through Bet. Well, I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to answer, Ezra, but I'm, I'm going to show you how Bob says not this way. So, you know, the, the, the knee-jerk response would be, Avi, to say, well, who said bakashot? It's part of the Tefillah Min HaTorah. Maybe the Chachamim injected that. 
The problem with that is Harambam says explicitly it's Minat Torah. Source number eight, Mitzvah Ta'aselit Palel Dechoyom. Shneema Vavad Temet Adonai Eloichem. Okay, that's that we know already. Mipia Shemua Amru, She'avodah Zoi Tefila. Veneema Lo'abdo Bechol Vavchem. Amru Chachamim Ezoi Avodah She'balev Zoi Tefila. Sources and concepts from Harambam we all expect. Then Minyan Tevilot Minat Torah. The amount of times to pray is not Minat Torah. You already understand the, the way Harambam is going to make his way to explaining each one of those gemarot that says tefillah is midrabanan. Well, first of all, the amount of times it's only midrabanan. Velo mishnah tefillah hazot min The words are not min He can explain the gemarot that way. Ve'en la tefillah zman kavua min There's no specific times for tefillah. As long as if you go back and you plug into each one of those gemarot where the gemara says explicitly, quote unquote, tefillah is only midrabanan. See if you could figure it out with any of these clues that parts of it are midrabanan. Maybe that's what the gemara means. Okay, that notwithstanding, since it's a mitzvah tasim Torah, which has no time, nashim vavadim hayavim mitvila. It's not mitzvah tasim shas man gramatz at any time, once a day, or at any time a day. So there's no, there's no specific thing. Fishim mitzvah tasim shalaz man gramatz. Ela hayuv mitzvah zo kachu. I was going to tell us, okay, he told us in Sefer Mitzvah very briefly what the hayuv is. I was going to tell us again what's the hayuv of the mitzvah. Sheyeh adam mitpalel umitchanen bechol yom magid shivchosh lakadosh baruchu. Start with Shevach. You see what he's doing. He's telling you, Mitzvah Tasim in the Torah, start with Shevach. V'chakech shoel serachav. And then Bakasha. Shu sarich lahem Bakasha b'tachina. V'chakech noten Shevach v'odaya l'ashem al ha-tova or ha-tava she'ishpi'a lo. Kol echad v'echad kifi koho. Says Arambam, you want to know what tefillah in the Torah is? Well, he told us this very little. Very little structure for this. I mean, if you piece it together and say, if I'm he said, directing yourself toward the Mikdash, okay? In, in Tefillah, he tells you about Kavanah, that's the very definition of it. You need to be thinking you're standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And lastly, it needs to have Shevach Bakasha and Hoda. So you can start saying, you're great. Secondly, I, you know, I want a pizza pie. And, and you can end by saying, thank you very much. That's it. It's the same thing, giving me the ideal, but then living in practicality. So isn't this the same thing? I, you got that from me in Hilchot Teshuvah? It's oh, okay. the same thing. No, okay. well, that's, that's an anomaly. It's the same that's, thing. that's an anomaly, and I'm still surprised by the Hilchot Tefillah business. But yeah, I don't know if you've noticed how shocked I was when I was saying that, but like, I'm convinced it's true. No chance. Anyway, well, I, I don't accept it. <laughs> no, that's not what he's doing over here. He's already formulating the Rabbanan concept with this Hodah. He's telling you it's Mizvat Asimina Torah! That you need this formulation. He's going to tell you that wasn't a kiyum of tefillah in the Torah. What's the problem? Who said that's tefillah? That's a mitzvah tasid. He did that. That was be'et sarah. You know, whatever. No, so when you need, when you need your needs, he, he just said, that's his need. He didn't start to share with uh, Hod- Shehbaan. But I'm talking, that's not mitzvah tasid in the Torah. He wasn't. When he did his mitzvah tasid. defending, you know, the... I won't accept that. The He's telling you this. <clears throat> That's true. After maybe. Saying, okay, maybe, but at the end of the day, way, so at the end of the This is the problem. Okay, way. so interesting you, you point. Approach. So obviously, you know, that's the million, the million dollar question is where the heck did Haraman get this from? Who told you this? The Torah says, the Chachamim said that's Tefillah. Who told you Shevach Bakashan Hoda? Says Ezra, look at Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't do this. Says Avi, maybe he's working backwards. Maybe, maybe he says, Anshay Knesset did it that way. They must have understood this was the Mitzvah Tassim in Torah. Could be. But at the end of the day, what is, how does that leave us in his philosophical understanding of tefillah? Why is there bakasha in it? 
If tefillah has nothing to do with bakasha, right. no, because bakasha avod had bakasha. But what's the point of bakasha in prayer? It's no, to realize that God is in it's control. Connection. So if you look at source, hundred percent, hundred percent, and believe it or not, divrei Torah aniim b'makom echad ve'ashirim b'makom acher. In source number nine, Harambam tells us exact, exactly what Teddy just said. Okay, Shem shemivarchin al hanaya. Hanambam is talking about chot berachot, the very onset of berachot. So the same way on Hana'ah, before you, you indulge in something, you make a bracha, so too on misvot. The fact that he parallels those two for another discussion, very strange, nothing to do with each other, ostensibly. And keep in mind, he's talking about the Rabbanan berachot, but the concept is more important than anything. The Chachamim had many berachot for us. Derech, Shevach, Vehodayav, Derech, Bakasha. Their berachot were, were structured as, and we know we have berachot, Hoda'a, Shevach, Bakasha. What's the purpose of these berachot? In order to constantly think about God. Look at the next, look at the next halacha. There are three types of berachot. Berachot ha'anaya, kot ha'mitzvot, kot shehem. It means the purpose of, as is my reading of it, of Hoda'a, Shevach, Bakasha, and Hoda'a is to lead you to Liskoret Aboret Tamid. It means the way that you're going to understand God best is by making your own Bakashot. Your own Bakashot means I'm now understanding my dependency on him. So in, in, re, in reality, what I'm working my way toward here, says Harambam, is thankfulness, is understanding my, is understanding my role, understanding my, my connection to him. But at the end of the day, the Bakashot are not Siman Tzadichet and Tur. It's not for Kabbalah. It's for self-understanding. It's for it, self-understanding. They're very misleading. They're very misleading. If you if you conclude in this way, you have to say that Shaykh Nesek is Allah when they made a canal of, the, of, the, of this of this brachot. We're trying to mislead people I don't because think when so you why. say, I think they're yeah, very general brachot. No, because everything you say, uh, you know, Shema uh, Koleinu. But isn't that everything? Everything you say. Uh, isn't that the very yourself. general and very communal? Isn't that the best you know. way? Isn't two two points? First of all, second uh, so the second point we will maybe either next week or another another time we'll talk about you know the evolution of tefillah in terms of ansheknes tagdula. In other words, ansheknes tagdula might not be reflective of any of this. The tefillah, as we have it, may have taken an evolution both in terms of structure, which we know already, and words, but also in terms of concept. It might be that tefillah today, the rabbinic tefillah, is different than the, than the biblical tefillah, which Adam Bam is describing. That might be. Does it have a kernel of it still? It might. But at the end of the day, I think you could defend it even with the structure as we have it today. In other words, yeah, the main part, the bulk of it, is the part where I can be able to personally, let's call it matarashinia style, be able to relate through my own needs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Is that the ideal way? Wouldn't you rather go directly at God? Certainly. Yeah, but everything that you're saying, uh, is just, uh, every Berakha starts with, uh, with something. Barech Aleinu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like everything because the concept is, because the concept is, you know, I, I guess the best way to say this is, we, you know, Harambam would tell you we've been educated wrong. Because if from, a little, if from a little age you were given the proper spin on this, I don't think it would be bothering you. That's, that's my guess on this. A person needs to his life. You may not need it today, but most people need it throughout their life. They don't know how to 
formulated themselves, they're formulated for you. And then add what you want. It feels like more hoda'a though. It feels like Romans say, Shavach hoda'a. And Bakasha is aiding that. Some of 